five things you can't live without. My love food. Mm. In COVID, I'm not gonna lie. I turned into one little chef. Uh, the gym. Mm -hmm. Oh man, my trainer's gonna kill me. I'd probably say food as well. Actually, no, can I change it? Money. 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 Brought to you by Mixtape Madness, where we speak to women of all roles that have a part to play in the music industry. Our mission is to uncover the realities of being a woman in this industry, as well as being a resource to the many that would love to pursue a music-related career. My name is Khalees, the creator and host of this show. I'm a presenter, a producer, and a DJ, and it is an absolute pleasure to introduce all of these guests to you and to speak to them about their experiences and everything. So without further ado, I have my co-host here, who's an amazing, amazing, amazing creative. And her name is... Roshan. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for that warm intro. That is um, absolutely fine. I pick love up everyone. They're all right, isn't it? They're Not, doing Jordan a lot. Jordan ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have no Rolex yet, but soon come. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's loading, it's loading. So please, Russian, tell them about yourself. Okay, where do I start? So I go by the name of Russian. I'm an artist manager to Alakai Hotshot Harley. Mm -hmm. Gonna cuss me if I don't do the hotshot. Um, I also look after partnerships um, for an agency called Warm Street. So I look after partnerships for Ray and Nephew UK, Magnum, doing some stuff for Netflix. There's some other stuff. You know, okay, I go okay. on, like... You left that one out there. You know, but just... That's a big one, isn't it? That's the Netflix. Okay, okay. <laughs> the big, big dog. The, the big league. I mean, little one, but we get there, we're okay, getting there. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's amazing to have you on. Like, I'm Thank really, you. I'm really honoured to have you here. Thank you, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me. That's okay. It's amazing. And as well as Russian, as my co-host, we have Marissa. Hello. And Marissa is a manager. Yeah. You work you work with loads and loads of people. Please tell them about yourself. Um, oh, I'm Marissa. I'm an artist manager and I'm also an A&R. Um, I work in publishing A&R. So I look after songwriters, producers and artists, mm. but basically just the whole songwriting and creation process yeah. of the music. Um, I manage a few developing artists. Um, Prior to being a manager, I was an A&R at a label, so I was on the record side, mm. but now I've kind of ventured over into just management and publishing. Amazing, amazing. And how are you finding it? Do you enjoy it? I love my job. I'm so blessed. I love it. Like, I sit there and I'm listening to music all day. I'm like, this is my job. Like, I love it. Like, yeah, I'm blessed. That's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that. And thank you for having me. No, you're absolutely welcome. You're absolutely welcome. As well as Marissa, we have Shanice. Hey. Who works with Sony. Please tell them about yourself. Hi everyone, Shanice. Most people call me Shen. Um, Artist Relations Manager at YouTube. And I kind of work with like artists and culture at YouTube. I've been there for four years now, which seems like it's gone so far. I know, right? Proper, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's gone quick. I've been there for four years. I was at Columbia before Columbia Records at Sony, marketing assistant, and then got headhunted to go over YouTube in 2019. We love that, the headhunt, you know. <laughs> Just put that in there. Just put that in there. 
how are you finding it do you, do you enjoy it as well i love it it's it's so nice to be able to work with so many different artists from developing artists established kind of helping them like dis demystify youtube i think that's one big thing especially with black artists like monetization is such a big thing for us at the moment as well absolutely knowing that you can make money on youtube and kind of have that as your point of like having all your music so mm. i think it's super exciting i love it so much absolutely amazing i'm so happy to hear it, honestly thank you thanks for having me last but not least we have sarah hi uh, she is a manager to her little sister, um, Leanne, of course, from Little Mix. Not a little name at all, <laughs> but um, please tell them about yourself. Yeah, so my name's Sarah. Um, I am Leanne's manager. Um, she's my little sister, as you said. Um, been doing this now for coming up three years, but let's include COVID in that. Mm. So it doesn't actually feel... Like it's been that long. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, and I also am the co-founder of the Black Fund, which we founded together, which is our charity. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. That's so, it's so cool that like, um, you've moved into like the charity space. Like how has that been for you? To be honest, I did a lot of charity work when I was at university, because I did a community arts degree. And a lot of what we had to do was like, go into the community and like work with um, community groups. So I kind of, had experience in that sector anyway, probably more so than the music side, if I'm honest. Like when it, when we were actually talking about doing a charity, that was more like, okay, I know what to do here. Like I've done this, I know what I'm doing. Absolutely, um, 100%. So yeah, I feel like that part of my job is almost like, it's almost like the healing process. Like you just meet people that are just, all, all different types of people. You're, there's no egos, like people that are almost like, you know, dealing with different situations or issues and you can go and help them in certain things. And it's a completely different side to like the reality of being in the industry and egos and, mm. you know, like- It's like the heart humbling. and soul. It's mm. very humbling. Mm -hmm. Like when you come out of a day doing something to the Black Fund, it just feels like a release. It's like, oh, even though your week was crap or stressful, yeah. or like you everyone wants someone. you to reply to an email like yesterday, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that side of things. It's like the heat, like it's like you can go back and just be like, oh, I needed that day. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so nice. Okay, so now that we know your professions, I'd like to know a little bit, and you too. Um, I'd <laughs> like to know a little bit more like about, you know, you personally. So we're going to play a little game as well. Uh oh, um, that game. Of, um, like games. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty, like, it's a pretty simple game. It's um, five things you can't live without every single day that you just wouldn't go a day without. Okay, oh. I'll ask you first. First thing that comes to your head as well, unless you really want to think about it, then please, by all means. These guys get more time than me. They can stay no, you, if they want to. don't get time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. I think one is definitely music. Um, definitely my friends and family, they help to keep me like humble, down to earth. Uh, I'd say plane tickets, I like okay. to travel a lot, passport. Mm, absolutely. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm trying to think, how's that? Three? That's two. I've got two more. Uh, and we family and friends, that could be one each. Mm. Thank you. I got What's you. What's that? One more. <laughs> Listen, don't help her. <laughs> Do you know That's what? one more. That's I'm one a proper more. foodie, my love food. Mm. Like all different cultures, like Vietnamese food, like mm. Caribbean food, whatever it is, I love food. Like a going out situation, like a fancy or like a street Listen, food? Listen, when I'm at home, in COVID, I'm not going to lie, I turn into one little chef. Okay. You're going to see me chefing at home. You know, I like to I like eat that. little gourmet style little meals and I like to like, like the presentation mm -hmm. side and all of that. So Dress yeah, I think, nice. yeah, food, family, passport, music. Yeah, I feel like- Absolutely. Yeah. I sure. agree with all of those things. <laughs> Marissa, same question. Um, I'm gonna go with water. Okay. I drink so much water. Good. 
My as soon as I wake clear. up, down water, I've down <laughs> half a litre of water. Um, secondly, I'm going to have to go for music. Mm. Couldn't live without it. Um, Are you a Spotify or Apple I'm a Spotify. Okay. What about you girls? Maybe you YouTube. Spotify. Of course I use YouTube. <laughs> Come on, plugging that in there. Um, wait, how many have I said? Two. Two. Uh, the gym. Mm -hmm. Oh man, my trainer's gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gym, my family, and my friends. Is that one? I count that as one. And then uh, I'm gonna be really rogue and say my phone. Okay. Really? I'm like, I do everything on my phone. My work, my friends, because well, that's how I communicate with my friends yep. and family. Enough, so I need enough. my True. phone. True. She needs oh, the same question. Actually, no, I can't even do that. I've <laughs> got another one. Yeah, don't worry. What I can't live without. Absolutely. Five things you can't live without. God is number one. God is number one. Exercise. If you know me, I love exercising. Um, definitely say music. Mm. Food, because I'm always outside eating. Absolutely. And then the last one would probably be like my like my relationships with family and friends and mm. even colleagues because work can be tough sometimes. Mm. So I'll say those are the- Absolutely. It's mad how yes. much time you spend with your colleagues. You spend it? more time at work than you do at home. Honestly, it's crazy. Mm. Honestly. It's like its own little like planet. I it? love the people I work with. Yeah. I'm so needy. I'm like, guys, I miss you guys. <laughs> I can't wait to see you in the office. Sarah, same question. Right, I'm gonna say, first off, my children. Absolutely. My two little boys. Um, Secondly, my parents. I wouldn't be who I am without them. Then my car. I need my car every day. I'm always <laughs> in my car. Anyone that knows me, I do my Zooms in my car. I do my calls in the car. That's mm. like the easiest. It's the office. Yeah, literally. That's like my office, literally. <laughs> um, and my home. My home is like my peace, my sanctuary where I go, I reset, mm. like cut off from the world. Um, it's a very important place. And i probably say... I'd probably say food as well. Actually, no, can I change it? Money, <laughs> money, money, money. Oh, makes me very happy. Okay. Yes. Money, yes. It makes me very happy. It's not a myth. She said no food, yeah. money please. Now I money. Feel <laughs> she can buy the food. There you yeah. go, and the yeah. car. Yeah. I'm just thinking, if I didn't have money or food, I need money. Let's be yeah. humble about yeah. it as well. I can't okay. believe I said phone now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to retract that one. <laughs> oh, so that, yeah, I, I completely agree with all of you. So when you said music, you use YouTube music? Yeah. Amazing, oh, amazing. Uh, it's actually, do you know what? Let me not plug. <laughs> it's actually, I don't either. Do you know why it's good? Because it actually takes everything that you watch on YouTube, when you listen to it on, music, on YouTube music, it actually makes you a really good playlist and stuff. Okay. So it's just easy. It makes and sense. then I can still do work and be like, okay, I know what this artist can is. You, I know. Can you watch things on there? Yeah, you can swap into, into the video, which is great. So I mean, I need to explore. Yeah, I'm do it. Yeah. I know it's, it's actually really good. I'm not what even are just you saying. Yeah, yeah. You're a Spotify girl. I am a Spotify. Big up Joel. I am a Spotify. Joel from Spotify. Joel. I know where you are. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, are you are you Apple Music or Spotify? Spotify. Yeah. See, I'm not hearing any titles. I'm not hearing no titles. Is title even a yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. Hello. No, do you know what it is? I like the interface of Spotify. I'm so used to it. Like. And I like how, like the Who We Be playlist, like how yeah. they're all laid out. Like I just find it easier to navigate. 100%, mm. plus That's like the radios, if you like one song, yeah. you go into the radio, you find all the other ones. Audio books on there as well. Mm. Just, I actually yeah. used to plug. use Tidal when it first came out. <laughs> yeah. I really liked it. Really? I was almost yeah, expecting yeah, yeah. some of you to say that, because it's I just- I used to. Yeah. Apparently the sound quality is really good it's on really Tidal. really good. 
but the library wasn't as big mm. like spotify has the biggest yeah library. yeah of course yeah i think it's just because like you know like the the return on like the streams and stuff for the artists is just way 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 better but um yeah that's that's really cool like to know like as well because spotify is just amazing 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 so i would like to know how you all like first started like your first introduction to developing yourself into this creative industry um so marissa like what was your very first introduction to 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 music and to this job that you are now in um, or role should i say uh my first uh i'm just trying to think i did uh internship at music week for like two weeks that was like my first introduction but my first like job job was an internship mm. whilst i was at uni and i was working monday to friday at psycho sony mm. um yeah i was dropping coffees to little mix actually in the studio wow. yeah like i was yeah that was like right at the beginning i'd be running down to the studio dropping stuff or whatever um running back to the office just running around like um but yeah learned so much at psycho actually because that they're a label where a lot of the acts come straight from a show um i think only two two acts on the roster were not from the show but um yeah that was my first in and it was it was it was intense. Yeah, was a, there was a lot going on at the label at the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was a great place to start. How did you land that? Like, how did did you so, approach them? No, they approached me, and then um, so there was a, I was at uni, and there was a lady there, and she just hit me up and was like, "There's this A and R internship role at Psycho. Do you want to interview for it?" Did the interview mm. went Smashed amazingly. It. Yeah, and then started within like but i was a bit worried because i was writing my dissertation whilst i was working hectic there. times hectic so times. i switched it so initially i was doing it on like busking or something in london and then i was like wait i'm here monday to friday why don't i just base it on what i'm doing of to course. make my life easier Easy. yeah for sure but anyway i didn't even finish the dissertation <laughs> i was three thousand words under oh damn i didn't have time to finish it but I still got a, a, what do you call it? A first? No, I didn't get a first. I got a two one. Okay. I managed to do it. I have no idea how, because mm. all of my other work was like leveled it out. But um, yeah, ripped my dissertation, was staying in the office till like 11 at night, writing it. Like, so yeah, it was my, my first experience in music was a lot. It was a bit amazing at the same of time. Of course, yeah, amazing. Same question to you, Shanice. Like, what what was the, like the deciding factor that you knew that you wanted to kind of go into this creative industry? See, since I was young, I always knew how much I knew how much I loved music, but I did I couldn't rap, I couldn't sing. So I was like, what jobs are behind the scenes? Because I think, especially for nowadays, my job I don't think was around like five, ten years ago. So it wouldn't mean like okay, I want to be an artist relations manager, or I want to work at a DSP or whatever. So when I was young, I have a lot of siblings. I've got nine siblings all wow. together. Yeah. Who's the favorite, you? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> are you younger, old, are you in the middle? On my mom's side, I'm the second youngest. On my dad's side, I'm the second oldest. Okay. Yeah, so I'm I'm not a middle child. Anyways, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole nother day, yeah. But basically, my sisters and my brothers all used to listen to a lot of music, like MTV bass and everything. And I was like, mm. this is so cool. And obviously with the days of LimeWire, I used to be the one to be like, here's some new music, here's yep. this new artist. And I remember ages ago finding Drake on MySpace 
and I was like, this guy's gonna be huge one day. And being like to my friends, let's go to his gig, but it was five pounds in Hammersmith, and no really? one wanted to go with me. Did you go? Did you I ended up going by, with my brother's, my younger brother's friend, because he was the only people that actually knew about Drake at that time. Wow. And I was like, okay, this is something that I really like enjoy, like finding these new people. I tried everything, tried to do a blog. Hopefully no one can ever find it, but I tried to do a we'll blog. Be, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I tried everything. There's this thing called the Guest List Network. Yeah. Where, so I worked there for a little bit, trying to do work experience. And then one of my best friends, Chris, was like, Sony got an internship. And I was like, what? And I didn't even think to think that, to check Sony's website. I applied for it. Um, I think I did like eight interviews. Wow. And because the process yeah. for the wow. Sony the thing process is for the like, Sony it's intense. Really? It's like the cool. Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, like a it's a whole day. <laughs> You've got to do a presentation. Like, yeah. Everything. Because there's obviously there's so many, like there's Psycho, there's RC, there's yeah. Columbia, there's Black Butter. So there's all these labels. And then on my second to last, not actually my last interview, they were like, I don't think you should do digital marketing. You should do marketing because your personality and stuff. And I was like, okay. So the next day I went to Columbia, did the interview. And then the next day they called me and said, you got the internship. So I did the internship at Sony or at Columbia for two and a half years, which I got to work on the likes of like Harry Styles, George Ezra, also like Rick Ross and Twenty One Savage. So it was just like a whole bag. Mm. It was yeah, it was great. Even mm. the like Depeche Mode, like you know, certain things that when people see me now, they're like, "What?" I'm like, mm. "Yeah, I worked on all those things." That's kind of how it worked for me, which was really lucky to be honest. That is like the most ideal introduction, like to mm. to the industry. Like, I feel like it's like a picture perfect thing. Obviously, you know it how you explain it is um like super inspirational was there any like kind of um problems like along that way or did it quite go smoothly no the thing is that so at Columbia I had really like a really great support system so I was actually I had a lot of women managers okay so I think all my managers actually have always been at least one woman Amazing. one woman which is great so it was hard and especially being like a black woman role in this industry mm, yeah. there's not a lot of us so it was like okay who do i talk to about certain mm. things and some things you might not even know are issues or being flagged as like microaggressions because you're the only person in there so you're like oh this is just normal mm. so those conversations didn't really happen but i knew in the back of my mind this is not okay not so with okay. certain things yeah um but i think the problems were there but i kind of lean a lot on god and prayer and stuff so like certain things you have to go through and then you go to the other side and you're like, okay, do you know what? That happened because this needed to happen. Absolutely. It's a learning Absolutely. as well, right? It's learning, yeah. yeah. And I think that's you for other things. 100%. I think community is super key. Like I met my best friend at Columbia, which is like, now we are like, okay, this used to happen, that used to happen. Mm. And kind of understanding those things. I think it kind of depends on like where you are, mm. but everyone has problems like, Absolutely. In life, mm. so. Absolutely. It's so nice when you get to like reflect on it all and, you know, realize the like triumphs that you've been through and like, and then, fully like taking everything that you've like accomplished and everything like that i love that it's amazing thank, thank you, you for telling us that no, thank you um i was about to call you leanne for a second <laughs> then. don't do that to me <laughs> sarah same question to you when was the time what was going through your head like when you first decided to again like start the um the business that you was running for events and stuff like that and then going into the artist management so me and my best friend founded uh events company um in 2015 it was um and my, the biggest client we had was little mix like we used to do all that their parties like so they're like album launches their single launches um so that was kind of like my intro into 
like working within the creative industries as such, but obviously at a distance. It was obviously when an event was going on as opposed to like, you know, within it. And then obviously Little Mix continued to have massive career. And then it got to the point where they all decided they wanted to go on a break. And obviously me and Leanne spoke and she was always like, I want you to be my manager when the time is right. Like when we're actually going to step out and do our own things. I love that though. Sisters. Yeah. Like Proper. it was always going to be yeah. the thing, but obviously at the time I was like, yeah, I was doing my nine to five. Like I was, do I was in the housing sector at the time, like doing my business at the side and working full time. And I remember I was sitting on my laptop one day and she called me and she's like, right, you're gonna have to leave your job now because things are getting busy. There's so much going on. Like I was like trying to help her with a documentary while doing this full-time job, while doing the events company, while raising children, like, and then um, I literally get my notice in, no experience in music, didn't know what we were gonna, how we were gonna do it or where. It was just like, I know I'm gonna manage you better than anyone else. Like I'm just gonna just leave my job and just jump into this whole other industry that I have no idea about. Um, literally did, did it. And then I think what's been nice, we're both on a journey together. Cause if you imagine she's been in an industry with other girls her whole life within a group. And then now she's finding quite, herself. From quite young as well. Yeah, like she's finding herself. And then I then fell pregnant shortly after she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. So then we went into that, that situation yeah. together as well. And yeah, everything's kind of just flowed really nicely. So. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. It's nice that you got to share like motherhood together. As yeah, well. like we, it's, it's mad. Like we were on this work journey plus being mums. Mm. Like we went to Mexico um, to do like a writing camp and we were both like pregnant and it was just like, how are we in Mexico <laughs> doing this <laughs> pregnant together? Like it was just mad. It's the perfect combination. I'm not mad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what a dream though. Yeah. Like it's such a nice like situation to just be like, fully enjoying life and and about to step into such a like a new space and everything like that that's amazing honestly and like hearing all of like your different introductions to this is like so so inspiring so a question i did have like what advice would you give to someone um just starting out um their career marissa i'm gonna keep going down this okay, way by the cool. way my advice would be is find something that you're really passionate about, mm. like be passionate. Um, never take no for an answer. Absolutely. That's what I live by. If you really believe in yourself or you believe in a project, you believe in an artist, never take no for an answer. Um, and also like, don't get beat down. Cause I know getting into the music industry is difficult. I have a lot of people who ask me all the time, how do I do it? And it's not just gonna happen like that. You're yep. not gonna find your perfect internship or whatever mm. straight away. You're not always gonna get yes. But just, yeah, just don't let that set you back um, and just believe in yourself. Um, yeah, don't let it p get you down if you're not getting a job like straight away, mm. just like that. Like, I have a friend at the moment looking for a job and she's actually just got a job, but she was getting really down about it. And I was like, just keep going, you'll get a job. And mm. look, she got an amazing job literally like last week. So amazing. Yeah, that would be my advice. Keep pushing. Keep pushing Absolutely. on. Absolutely. I actually want to ask you that question too. <sighs> what advice would you, would you give to someone who wants to start um, doing what you're doing? I think I would say no job is too big or too small. Mm. I think you've got to build it from the ground up. Like, I think it you it lets it allows you to appreciate it more once you do get into the, the spaces. Yeah. Um, 
And I think it's just about networking as well. I think you've got to communicate, talk to people. I think, just going by my journey as well, um, yeah, I think they're, they're like proper two main key pillars within mine as well. Um, and I think it's just about finding your purpose, like what you were saying and what you're doing. Like I think when you're really passionate about something and you care about it, like nothing can get in your way. Absolutely. Do you get what I mean? Mm. I'm very much a person like, well, we're going to do this. I apologise about it later. Mm. But when I don't you know see, how I'm going to do it, yeah, but I'm going to do when it. When it battles, yeah. everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. this is great. But I'm like, sometimes you just know it in your gut and in your heart. Mm. And you have to just, just do. Yeah, man, yeah. for sure. Mm. Yeah, like That's that. how I work, to be honest. You have I just to. love what I do. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to do it. Some people don't see happen. the vision. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah. And they don't understand it. But like, look at Kanye, for example, a visionary. It's like, there's so many things I'd imagine that people have said, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. And he's like, what? I'm going to show you. Time yeah. and time Trust and time me. again. Mm. I treat it like a little fire in my belly. I'm like, all right, I'm going to prove you wrong. You saw, you saw it on Netflix, right? His, um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, incredible. The yeah. user, the yeah. yay documentary yeah. 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 talk about. Yeah. Amazing. Genius. This guy, <laughs> right, right? Kanye, ridiculous. He's an alien. Like, incredible. The scene where crazy. he's he's at Rock Nation and he's literally yes. rapping to that woman. Did you see it? Yeah. And, and she's it, like, <laughs> yeah, she's <just> typing <laughs> away like. Is she not even looking at it? No, I thought he was. He was Yeah, it's crazy. Do you know how that also is like? If you are an artist, right? Video everything. Everything. No. Video it all. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet so many artists like around that same time was just thinking like, why didn't I do that? Like, why didn't I? But the thing is, Kanye's journey is like, after seeing that documentary, it's crazy. You appreciate him a lot more, right? Oh, honestly, I always did. But yeah, after seeing that, I was like. Yeah. Like true hustle. Proper. Real hustle. So the same question to you, Shanice. What advice would you give um, to someone starting out that wants to go down the same route as you? I think the same with these two said. Um, obviously, like, don't give up. Kind of write down exactly your, like, one-year plan, your five-year plan, your three-year plan. So I think sometimes when you write things down, then you can be like, oh, okay, these are the steps I need to do to do this. I always have a vision board as well. So, like, just mm. think about this is why I, I want to visit this place or this is the person I want to talk to. Networking. People don't understand how... Value <laughs> People say to me, oh, the people that you know, like your connections are like worth so much. Yeah. And they're like, what well, is like, if you know this person, you introduce that person, that can happen, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I didn't realize until I got to- You yeah. saying your name in a room for an opportunity. And exactly. So you have to, because that's how I kind of got my job at YouTube because a couple of people put my name forward and then they reached out. Amazing. So it's like always work hard, even when it's a struggle, just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is like Instagram for work, like posts, hit up people we have access to all like the music labels now see who works in the different departments and just drop them a dm or whatever be like hey i just want 20 minutes with you to talk about how you got into it do you do work experience so i think it's like just using it and don't be scared i think do you think people like people of that position are more like open to talking back to people who would send those emails 100 percent. everyone's super busy though like sometimes i get loads of dms and i'm like i really want to get back to you or try and find some time but like right now music i think it's like eight thousand i don't even know if i think it's like eight thousand songs get uploaded every every day mm. i think about all those artists that we have to try and like work with etc so it's quite hard but if you keep trying the person will reply at some point persistence mm. is so key um so that will be my advice i think amazing amazing thank you um same question to you but i'm gonna word it a little bit differently as you as you transition from from the creative job into 
to the creative job, like from the um, corporate job into the creative job, um, what advice would you give to someone who is kind of wants to transition from, from that as well? I'd say it's never too late because I think sometimes, especially women, like we kind of like tell ourselves we're too old to do something. Yep, yep, yep. And I transitioned into a new career, basically at like a junior level yeah. when I was 31. Whereas at that time, like people might already be like really established in their careers or, you know, like, you. and obviously I was kind of starting at the beginning again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if I would have looked like forward like 10 years ago, I would never would have thought I would have transitioned. I would probably would have stayed in my industry and worked my way up. But as you get older, you see more. Like, I just felt like there's more to life than being in this job that I don't enjoy. You like, want more, right? Yeah, you want yeah. more. And I felt like when I was younger, I probably wasn't as ambitious as I am now. Like, I'm more ambitious now. Um, so I just say, like, never feel like you're on a time. Like, do it when, it, when it, like, there's always opportunities. Like, don't ever feel like your age can affect what you want in life. Like, always just go for it. And there's nothing wrong with going, like, say, for, like, a, taking a step back. It may seem like a step back because you're starting at a different level. But long term... You'd rather get up every day and enjoy your job. 100%. So, <laughs> and not everyone can do that. Me. Like, I never <laughs> used to do that. I used to wake up and be like, I hate my job. Yes. Meanwhile, my sister's like touring the world, living her life. And yeah, like, yeah. I'd be it, like, God, I wish I could do that. It's so normalized as well to hate your job. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? Why? Like, yeah. and it's like generations and generations of just like, oh, well, yeah, but I had to work and I mm. had to, I had to sacrifice all my dreams to have you. And it's just like, um, I just think yeah, it just needs to stop. You need to like go and pursue but what you want to do. It also makes us realize how lucky we are. Absolutely. So lucky. Yeah. We're spoiled. We are. Honestly. So Truly. Mm. Honestly. It's so true. Um, you know, adding on to what you said, having having children as well as, you know, doing the job that you do, like what what's that like? Um, so obviously I had my oldest son when I was twenty-two. So my job then was like a nine to five. So, you know, I was more or less in a routine. Since having my youngest, who's now 18 months, things are obviously picking up for Leanne. So now it's almost like, oh, how do people like in this industry have children? Like, and I meet many women in this industry that don't have children. And now I get why, like, it's so hard to like, you're not on a nine to five, like the hours are endless, the traveling as well. It's always like, and obviously where Leanne as well has twins and she obviously needs childcare too. Mum's always like nipped by her. So I'm just like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna help me then? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like mommy so, yeah, daycare. It's, it is hard, but I wouldn't change it because at the end of the day, my kids know that I work really hard for them. And if I'm not at home, it's because I'm everything I do is for them. Um, and, you know, I like the fact that they see me getting up, working hard, the hustle. It's teaching them that nothing's gonna come easy. Like, you know, the, the things that we have is because I work really hard and, Growing up, I hope they can obviously adapt that. Like, they're not going to get anything just by sitting down and, you know, not working hard for it. Just, like, off the back of what you're saying, I don't know if you also feel like this, but obviously our jobs are so intense, so busy, take takes up our lives, right? All of it. At the moment, <laughs> I'm like, am I sacrificing my job for... Sacrificing having children for my job? Because I'm like, when am I going to have time to have children and look after them? Yeah. Even meet, meeting someone, it's just like- I don't this think there's is, ever a time. Yeah. There's no, as women, we put a time to have children. This there is isn't the thing, a time. There's pressure. Yeah, there's no it's time. Like, oh my it God, just I'm getting older. Like, I'm getting older, but mm. I love my job. I need to have money. I need to do this. But then I'm like, 
oh, but do I focus more on wanting to be a mum? Like, can I do both? Mm. Which I guess I'm just, it's priorities. Yeah, what is my, I mean, at the moment, my job is my priority, but that could change tomorrow. Mm. I can meet someone and then boom. But that's what I think about it like every day. Yeah. I think moment. meeting someone's the hard part. Yeah. Like the, child, the child part's not the hard part. It's meeting someone and like wanting to stay with them and like that's the <laughs> yeah. hard part. Like, meeting someone you like enough. Yeah. 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 And someone that's not intimidated by a strong woman that knows that, what she wants, yeah. in her mm-hmm. career, that, uh-huh. you know, they've got to kind of work around you. Mm. And like, I feel like that's quite intimidating for some men. So that's the hard part. Yeah. Sure. It's so true. It's so true. It's, it's nice to, it's nice to hear like that actually being spoken about because I feel like I don't hear it enough mm-hmm. as well. Like I want to know more about about that. Even like the dating scene as, <laughs> as <laughs> do you know, another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an endless story i feel like 100 percent is something i did want to get into um shanice a question for you what i saw that you've been to the brits and you've been to the mobas what's that like to like go and be invited and enjoy it do you know what it's it's it's, it's amazing especially because like i used to watch all these things when i was younger never thinking i'd actually attend um it's really nice i think it's crazy i think like we said before we're quite spoiled because sometimes we get invites to everything now Mm -hmm. you're like oh i don't want to go to this or i don't want to go to that but it's like and they're like oh i've got some event to go to oh i have to go and find (laughs) a dress actually and it's always midweek yeah i've learned that (laughs) i know at least least britain's on a saturday this year yeah which i don't know if it was good or bad because like it was good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was good. But I remember being at Sony and not ever going to the Brits. I went to the Brits when I started at uni. But everyone coming in the next day and being like, oh, what happened? What happened? Yeah. This year, everyone was just like, mm. we're at home. <laughs> People got yeah. to touch a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's amazing because I think a lot of the artists I get to work with or at the Mobos or at Brits, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was amazing to see Flo perform at Mobos, especially mm. with like, everything that's going with them at the moment. I think it's exciting. I think it's nice. I think now there's more like categories that cater to like black music and culture. Absolutely. So obviously it's a slow journey, but it's happening. So it's mm. really nice to see those things. So I love it. And I mean, like getting the recognition that they absolutely deserve. Exactly. At the level, you know, I mean, at the height that, that, you know, um, let's say over this overseas in America where they have like Tonys and they have, you know, Academy, is Academy Award over there or is it here? Oh, over there. Yeah. 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 It's over there, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, like yeah. it's a big, it's black tie event and everything like that. Like I feel like it's so nice to bring that over here and do it at the Mobos for, for the community. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And it's I think ama- UK music's in a whole completely different space. Mm-hmm. Before I think it was like, you need to break America for you to be a global superstar. Mm-hmm. And it's not that anymore. But like we have our own scene, we support our artists, which is great. Exactly. I don't know if that was always the case, but I think in the last like five years, you're really seeing Absolutely. UK people being championed by UK people, mm-hmm. which is exciting. It is, it really is. How was both of your like experiences at the mobile have you been to the mobiles yeah yeah how was that oh my god i had an amazing time (laughs) so fun it is fun beanie man Man yeah that was lit that was very lit (laughs) when he came out oh my god i was up no no it was it was wicked like i watched the mobiles growing up yeah um and it was just amazing and and sick to just be there Mm. and see everyone see the performances see flow i'm a massive flow fan um but yeah, it's just wicked. I don't realize how lucky I am. We yeah. are, you know, for real. Yeah, like, 100%. Yeah, it was wicked. Did you attend the Mobos? I didn't attend, but I went to 
Mo's after party. <laughs> I heard that was fantastic. <laughs> Rain of your sponsor. Um, <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the invite. Wait, the Brit after party or the Mo's one? No, the Brit after party. I heard um, that was insane. Was no, it? it was yeah. good. They was doing Big Up Mo and the dance battle. Yeah, him and America Foster. They was getting down like battling like this was you got served <laughs> oh my god i need to see video evidence no it was intense it was really good i think again like what you guys are saying it's like you know growing up and then watching all of these people on tv and actually getting to be at these spaces mm. like even like when i'm like chilling with my mom and i'm like oh yeah we work with that person yeah yeah we worked on that campaign she's like yeah. what but you don't realize yep. yeah yep. like how big of a deal it is and even mm. with my friends they're like oh my days i can't believe that you did that and to us it's like yeah, yeah, it's normal. Office. It's, a, it's a normal day, mm. but it's like I think like your peer group and your friends around you, they're like, yo, you're doing bits. And I think I'm it's like, hard absolutely. when you're in the moment to like really realise. Yeah. Like I was I went to LA two weeks ago. Yeah. And I've been to LA a few times, but I flew I was landing and I was like, Oh my this is you're LA. In LA. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you have those little moments where you like mm. they're like pinch me moments. Yeah. 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 But it's hard to constantly be like, oh my god, what I'm doing is amazing. Mm. You feel that way, but it's like hard because you're doing it as part of your life. It's just like built within you that like that's what you do. But it's really important to just take little moments to say, mm. you know what? I'm lucky, man. Mm. Yeah, man. Like, Mm, absolutely. So the, the last question I have to you, because it, it is coming up to our time. Already? Oh, already, oh already yeah, what? it is. What? I know, I feel like we need to do that. Oh my God, the cameras are rolling, the cameras are rolling. I know, I'm like, we can do this all day. I love this. Yeah, we need a part two, okay? You're part two's coming there. You're going to see Professor with our own podcast. Yeah, so my final question, just to wrap everything up, would be, Oh, see, now it's gone completely out of my head. No, it's fine. It's absolutely <laughs> They're fine. They're not ready to wrap yet. Two yeah. more questions. <laughs> so my question to you all is, being a woman in this industry, has there been any difficulty or any awkwardness or any, like, you know, I hate to use the word, but like discrimination in your journey thus far? I'll start with you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say discrimination. Mm -hmm. I would say more, I think with guys, like it's pretty much, I don't know if you guys would agree, it's kind of like a boys club when you're coming into it. Yeah. Right? Until obviously you meet these <clears throat> lovely ladies and it's like you all kind of come together. But I feel like I've experienced like, I wouldn't say chauvinistic. I'm trying to be nice about it. Yeah, yeah. But, don't be nice yeah, now. Yeah, you don't have to be nice. <laughs> tell them <laughs> straight. Tell them straight. It's, 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 it's trying to... Like, articulate it in such a polite way without naming and shaming. Mm. But I have experienced, like, on my journey, like, a guy kind of... This is kind of early in, in my in my um, journey. So getting into it, you know, working on ideas and whatever, and it's just kind of like... I don't know. It's like they took it as, like, I wanted to, like, date them. And I'm like... No. Right. But that was oh. never a conversation. I'm yeah. like... Hum. It was implied. Yeah, I'm not going to give up the sweet, the good goods for, mm. for the... <laughs> Kind of wrong genitalia as well. I have even that, that. Like they don't even think about. Yeah, things like it's that. like they, they, they. You know, like you're getting on with a guy, and it's like you're bouncing great ideas, and it's mm -hmm. like, I have kind of experienced that. It. I'm not gonna say it made me feel intimidated, but I was a bit like, raw. They're not lying, you know. <laughs> this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like when, yeah, I, I saw an interview of Ashanti, and she was speaking about an incident that happened with her. I'm not, not gonna mention it. On Absolutely. Here. Um, where it's mixtape man, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Where um, a guy had kind of basically said it was around a record, right? I think 
like for her to kind of get the record that she had to, you know, do the do. And I'm mm. like, why is that normal? Like, why is that okay? Furthermore, when you don't have kids and you don't have daughters, if a next mm. man's doing that to you, mm. you, you're not ready to hunt mm. them down. Like, it's weird to me. It's completely flips it's, when it's when it's you and yeah. it's your personal mm. life. It's them just like throwing their weight around and stuff like that. But I feel like that's only like once has ever happened. Mm. And I feel like it's kind of like how you come out of it the other side. So I kind of was like, okay, so this is actually a real thing. Mm. So you just have to stay woke, mm. you know? But it's just, yeah, I, I think like that's, yeah. <laughs> once it happens the first time, it's, it's enough for you to realize like, rah, like this is real. Yeah, they're gonna mm. uh, like just try a thing. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's something that where as women, we're not willing to accept, it's not okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is my personal space. I don't need you grabbing on me in any you know type I mean? of way. Mm. So. Yeah, that's not, it's not going to happen. Mm. But that was my experience. Yeah. Top line. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, I'll go to you. Yeah, I've had multiple experiences. But I would say working at Sony, like, I felt like I didn't feel any discrimination whatsoever. I felt really supportive. Mm. Supported. But transitioning into a manager and being like a lone wolf mm -hmm. and broadening my network... Mm -hmm and having to speak with presidents of labels. And um, I've definitely felt like um, I was being spoken to differently mm -hmm. um, because of my gender, it felt. Um, so yeah, there been many conversations and situations where I have felt- A little belittled or? Belittled, yeah, dismissed. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, multiple times, um, unfortunately, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. Makes you more resilient though. I was literally just to say that, it just mm. makes you stronger. Mm. Um, but also like at the moment, I'm really lucky to have amazing men in music around me who support me absolutely, and make me feel great. Um, so also want to shout them out because they're like, I have sick men around me, man. Like the people I work with, like they're like proper real people, mm. amazing people. Uh, but there are others who aren't. Um, this is the way of the game, right? Yeah, but you know what? Like, it's sad because to me, it's just normal. Not normal. Like normalized. Normalized. And I just get on with it. It's great that we can have these conversations, but I just get on with it. And I'm like, cool, speak to me like that. But I'm going to do my job better than you do your job. Mm. So bye. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? So. Absolutely. Yeah, loads of times. But I'm just getting on with it. I'm just like, cool, whatever. 100%. Shani, same question. This is a really good question. I think it, it's definitely happened. And I think I've just done a had a blind eye to it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this yeah. is the music industry. People always say there's all these bad things happen. So you kind of assumed it. It just, you assumed mm. it and like, okay, this is how I'm going to deal with it. But I think a lot of the time I have, a well, I have a lot of really great men as well around. Um, especially starting out in the industry, you're just like, this is a whole new world to navigate. Crazy, right? yeah. It's so crazy. So mm. I think it, the power of allies mm. and mentors yep. Yep, yep, yep. is so, so important. Might, mm. People might think, oh, you, you need them because yeah. this industry could Cut throat. chew you alive. Mm. I'm telling you, it's not uh, for everyone. It's not It's not yeah. for everyone. And I think, again, like uh, there's some men that will throw their weight around if they've been in the industry for a long time and be like, oh, so you're the new kid on the block. You need to kind of- And they think they know yeah. better, right? They think they know mm, better. Cool. And you're like, okay, cool. I and they think, we're, they think we're stupid. Yeah. yeah and we just, ain't. No, it's like- And when Kadeesan will we'll come up with fresh ideas, you know, exactly. you want to <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think it's just owning those spaces as well. And like, don't put up with any shit. Mm. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, mm. sorry. But don't put up with any shit because- Oh, you because, can swear, don't worry about um, it. Oh, we can. Okay, yes. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know how many times I've been a little bit earlier, <laughs> but I haven't. Yeah, yeah but okay. like, don't put up with anything and actually 
don't be scared. If something does happen, say it. So I think a lot mm. of the time people are a bit like, oh, this guy's done this or that guy's done that. The name they, and shield. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 100%. 100%. Yeah, you're doing an amazing job and you shouldn't mm. feel scared to go into work or feel a certain way mm. and own those spaces. Because a lot of us, especially like black women, mm. we're in these spaces, not a lot of us. So we need to make sure that our voice is heard mm. and yeah. present, even if it might feel scary or people trying to intimidate you. You have to make sure that you know that your voice is very, very valuable yeah. and that it's not something that you should be like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to say this because a man might feel but, like but I'm overstepping. With that, right? Uh -oh. Have you ever felt like, you know, like sometimes when you do speak up, yeah. you're already labelled as like, the black woman, the angry Hundred, black woman. I've I'm been, like, yeah. honestly, I'm like, there have been situations <laughs> where I've been, I'm being called aggressive. Why are you shouting at me? Do you some joke? Take me like the same I'm scared time. of yeah. you, Marissa. Yeah. No, no one. Uh, swear on my life. On my scared. life. On my life. Oh someone my said to me, "I'm scared." But I feel or like something around, uh, something around that. Just for me calling up and asking you a question, mm. but I'm shouting and I'm no, aggressive. I'm just assertive. But this is what mm -hmm. I think, like, everything that happened with Black Lives Matter was really important because a lot of people didn't know about microaggressions mm -hmm. and you saying certain yeah. things or, like, mm -hmm. if, if I change my hair, doesn't mean you have to comment yeah. every yeah. single yeah. Yeah. time. A little Susan in the office. Oh, I like what you've done, honey. It's a bit more up. What have you it's done to sweet. your hair? What's, what's that, then? <laughs> all of a sudden, it's longer. <laughs> Can I but, like, no, literally, all of those things, I think it's, like, there's a lot of more education now. Yeah. So I think men or other women, etc know how to kind of maneuver in the workplace yeah. things can't just happen now which yes. is great mm. but also shouldn't have been happening in the first place 100 yeah. percent. but everything's a journey so absolutely that's what it's I would all growing say. exactly yeah absolutely same question to you sarah um i kind of knew like a bit about how women are treated in the industry before i kind of took on the role and i'll be honest i haven't experienced anything myself also, if you think of my position, I'm Leanne's sister and Leanne's been in this industry for a very long time. So she's very headstrong. Like she walks in a room and she says exactly what she wants. So people may think twice about saying certain things to me because I'm her sister. Have, if I wasn't her sister and I was maybe like, you know, a manager that wasn't related to her, I might be, you know, spoken to differently. But I'll be honest, everyone that I've worked with so far, they've been so supportive. Like we have such a good team around us. Um, mixture of men and women and I can't fault anyone so far um and obviously me not being experienced in certain things they're all really they're all there to really help and to support me and sometimes as well like when I first started I'd be like oh should I like jump in and speak my idea because one thing about me and this is probably where it stemmed from me wanting to be Leanne's manager and Leanne wanting me to be I've always had ideas, like even back in the day when she'd be like, right, we're doing a video and this is my section, what should I do? And I'd be like, right, do this and do that. Like it's always been where I where I like, I love to be doing that. So I'd be sitting in the room and everyone's like saying ideas and like, I'll say what I, what I think and everyone's like, yeah, like, and that's really nice. Cause I've, you know, not having music experience and feeling like you can't open your mouth. Like I've never really experienced that, but Hopefully that's not because I'm her sister and they're scared. It's more just because you got people ideas. I'm working yeah. around, it, you know, they're all- When really I lovely. first started, oh my God, I never used to say a word. In no, meetings, you know, like in those big boardrooms, <laughs> yeah. I used yes. to be so scared mm. to say anything. And then there was one day where I just said it and everyone's like, oh, that's really good idea. And then I just built my confidence and built my confidence, mm. but it's scary. It's really scary. Yeah. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you all and to learn more about you and your journeys and to have that advice, you know, given out because I'm hoping like that 
even if it, if it helps one girl out there that wants the advice and doesn't know exactly how to get it or doesn't have like a personal link to get it like this can really really be that resource and everything you said is just amazing for that so honestly thank you all thanks thank for you i've had so on. much fun thank you for coming thanks for being great hosts yeah thank you thank you thank you so that is our time we are now signing out again thank you thank you thank you for mixtape Oh, for mixtape oh yes thanks for mixtape but also thank you mixtape <laughs> for supporting this podcast and pushing it and it has been an absolute pleasure to bring this to you as well as bringing all of these women to you too please follow like share subscribe send to your nan send to your mom send to your aunt uncle <laughs> friend family cat dog everything and we shall see you on the next episode